Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host, Austin Hill. Today, we're in part six in our conversation on solitude and cultivating disciplines for a healthy life. We hope you enjoy. Can I ask you a question? So yeah. did you have the same problems when you got done with that walk? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the, yeah, when you're saying like, this is simple stuff, simple things are incredibly hard to do. Don't know why. I think that's just one of those things of faith where we get to realize that we really need a lot of help. Um, but these types of like, I have to do walks also. It's, it is very hard for me to sit and try to do this solitude thing. Um, I will try it, but I can probably do it for like five, 10 minutes max, where it's just like, I need to be active. And if, for those who have really active minds or feel like, man, that just sounds absolutely horrible. Like these walks are incredibly helpful. And what you're talking about, Wes, in a sensory walk, it's, it's as simple as like, how does it feel to walk on the gravel that I'm walking on in my feet mm-hmm. to then the sidewalk or the blacktop or the grass? How does it feel on my feet? What am I smelling? Um, and, and even, even when it is cold, like I personally like the cold, um, because it's like, there's a, there's a, a bite to it. That is to me gives, gives a lot more life and energy. Um, and it seeing how, like, just like trees, even in the winter, you're able to see like how trees work themselves around and seek out sun, um, and realizing that like God made these things. I said cascading earlier on purpose because trees to me always remind me of the cascading effects that we don't see uh, because they trees um, are fascinating. I think they're excellent examples of how we should operate with people is because they, they all have different roles, but they're all still trees. Like some of them give ground cover to animals. Some of them give shade to a whole bunch of space where we are also God created us all differently and we're able to see how we work together um, more often when we give time to just notice like how God uniquely made me. And I'm only going to be able to do that if I'm quiet and on my own. Um, Well, I can really, you can do it a lot better when you're working to be intentionally on your own for a set amount of time. Like we're not talking, like, I think it'd be helpful to also say like, we're talking like 10, 15 minutes, two, three times a week. Nothing like nothing, not five hours every day. Yeah. I don't, I don't think it's right. I think you're right. I think it's less about, Hey, you got to do it for this amount of time for it to work. Like, I mean, we're, it's less about these rigid rules and more about mm-hmm. just, just trying to get into the habit of, yeah of being, of, of doing this kind of stuff to be more aware. Yeah. Um, and, and it's a long-term goal too. This isn't like something where we're saying to guys who are in, who are in the discovery uh, part of the ministry this first month where, Hey, you do this for, you know, two, three times a week during phase one, you're, you're set. You're good to go. You don't need to do this ever again. Uh, if you want to see real life change in how you process and uh, uh, approach and respond to problems and grow in deeper faith in Christ, um, you're going to need to do this consistently for two to three years. And then you're going to notice, be able to look back and really see dr- dramatic change. Yeah, it's amazing how profoundly different just going on walks and paying attention has made has has changed me. Yeah. Now I just admitted this one walk didn't change me, but listen, I I was first told, you know, Jim Cofield told me to try this eight years ago. I mean, 
This yeah. has been eight years of trying, you know, and I just admitted yeah. that I'm struggling with it. Yeah, <laughs> so he told, like, yeah, he told me five years ago. Yeah. So this is I thought it was crazy. crazy. I was like, that's silly. Yeah. Yeah. But it's also kind of look at it this way. So yes, this one walk isn't going to change things. True. But if you come, if you, if you add it up over the years, let's say you go on one walk once a week for five years. And because I'm not great at math, we're just going to say that's 50 walks a year, 50 times five is 250 walks. That impact in your life is going to be amazing. Even if you did it once a month, that's better than not doing it at all. But these intentional times add up over, over our lifespan. And it allows us to like, to be able to have that conversation with ourselves, like how, how, what am I sensing and experiencing now than I, what, that I wasn't three months ago, or how is it, how is it improved? How is it, uh, how is it more difficult? That's what these are for. They're good. Like just pulse points to see how am I doing in my faith with Christ? How am I doing in my relationships? That it's a, it's a needed time to just kind of like take a deep breath and clear out some of the craziness that we, that we often just create ourselves by trying to be in charge of everything. I hope this isn't too um, like mystical or, or vague, but I was reminded as you were talking of a quote by John Eldridge that we've talked about in the past as a residential team, but John Eldridge, he said that he said, we often can't find the more of God that we long for because we are looking with so little of ourselves. Too much of us has been left behind. I'm going to read it one more time. He says, we often can't find the more of God that we long for because we're looking with so little of ourselves. Too much of us has been left behind. Mm. What in the world is he saying? I think what he's saying is when we're talking about solitude, we're we're really talking about awareness, like being like the the practice of solitude and and all that we're saying, like, why do it? We'll do it because it's all in an effort to try to be able to pay more attention to who you are and what God's doing to you (laughs) and Mm -hmm. in you and around you. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not, and realizing it's not all about you realizing that God is Mm -hmm. at work and, and where is he at work? And I think, I think what John Eldridge is getting at is like the reason we're not seeing God move like we long for, or because we're not, we're not, you know, we feel like, man, I want more and I'm not seeing it. I'm not getting it. I'm not changing. Like I want to, it's because sometimes it's because we're neglecting the most simple things, which is slowing down enough to be able to pay attention. Like there's this thing called blind spots. Like you don't see what you don't see. Just like I mentioned, you know, when I went on this walk this week, I, I saw the trees all anew. I was like, man, this is beautiful. Look at this world that God made. This is awesome. And how often do we just overlook the beauty around us, um, the good things in our lives, because we're distracted and we're so busy and we're so active that we simply, it's not that we need new revelation or we need a new word or we need something new and shiny. It's that we're not, we're not, paying attention to what's right in front of us. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Relational Recovery Podcast. Tomorrow we'll be in part seven in our conversation. We'll see you then.